All right, here we are with the between. We're already uh, mostly con constructed characters, and we're just working through the personal quarters items for the Undeniable, who has uh, still has to put in their reinforced hat pin. Oh, yeah, you know, that being too. done for me. What? <laughs> what do I look like? Member of your cult? Um, I invoke Giveth. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's a side character. <laughs> um, because apparently I'm just into books here. I think you have a. Or no, never mind. That's too similar. You have a, uh, you have diaries that will have information from your past that maybe you can't remember, like off the top of your head, but you can look up and we'll, we'll discover how many volumes there are, I guess, but maybe you, you write in shorthand. So there's very few, but you have diaries. Incredibly expensive perfumes. I was thinking that. I was like, somebody give me perfume. <laughs> uh. Some whose ingredients are dubious origin, maybe? Now I'm looking up the history of perfume. All right, and our vessel, Morgan. How old is Morgan? Broadly speaking. My first instinct was to say, like, a vessel who communicates with dark entities never tells, but. Um, <laughs> uh, let's say, I don't know, I mean, I'm bad with, like, ages and what they're supposed to, like, mean or imply. Uh, 300, at least. You like late thirties, early forties? Okay. It's probably like really, really ancient in Victorian years. That's true. Google the life expectancy back then. <laughs> it wasn't long. Just don't forget life expectancy is skewed by a lot of babies dying. Mm. Um Okay, I think the vessel has no can't do another book. 
not gonna do it. <laughs> sure, you could do a grimoire. No, nah, it's too obvious. Okay, you can do the grimoire. Um, maybe I will. I think the vessel, considering your uh, your blood sacrificing, I think you have a dagger, but not just any dagger. I think it's silver. You have a silver dagger. A silver ritual dagger. You just can't get rid of it, Tracy. <laughs> He's following me around. Wait, where was that grimoire from? is too obvious, but a dagger. Uh, <laughs> Tracy has one in Invisible Sun. Oh. <laughs> Anyone else? I'd like to to, uh, to give a, a divination tool, but I'm really struggling between like a very sort of basic but fancy like tarot deck or like going weird and have like bones inscribed with runes. Or, I don't know, mirrored bowls or something like I just... I don't know what appeals most to the the look and feel of Morgan. I mean, dice divination is a thing. Ice cream trucks. Um. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's let's go with carved carved bone carved bones then, and let's make them. Super duper old. <laughs> Ancient bag of carved bone for donation. Well, the bag isn't ancient. The bag is like a nice, like, velour bag, but like the bones, they are. They are so older the bones than themselves London. have like symbols on them? Yeah. Or. Uh, let's give Morgan, um, uh, maybe some, uh, uh, like a necklace of some kind, some jewelry, um, or like a pendant, choose your own adventure, um, doesn't your description say, no. Yeah, Onyx. Yeah, you said Onyx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, let's make it. Let's make it a thing. <laughs> let's make it official. <laughs> Is the jewelry secretly like a phylactery and has blood in it? I mean, I, don't I am I also know. a phylactery that secretly has blood within. Don't tell. But me. you're not jewelry. Secretly? Last time I checked. Did you know? It's a secret. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so that's so how how am I summing that one up? Um, uh, let's let's call it like a onyx and amethyst pendant. Maybe those are like your energy crystals or something. Or what or a very channel. expensive bribe. Hey. What you use to channel the, the spirits or maybe the spirits that are around you or trying to inhabit you, they you either protect you from them or um, keep them from, keep you from losing control or something like that. All right, so that's uh, personal quarters. With that out of the way, um, it is just about the uh, bottom of the hour, top of the next. Um, do we want to take a break before diving in or do we want to dive in a little bit and then take a break? cider i hate use a break <laughs> all right let's take a break and uh come back uh five past all right and we're back okay so characters are set up um personal quarters have been assigned and uh, has everyone chosen their Don questions? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, then we begin in the day phase. And we'll start by introducing the threat. And the threat today, the first threat, we'll see how things go, is the St. James's Street Ghost. A back issue of the Illustrated Police News, a tabloid notorious for carrying salacious, blood-curdling tales of dubious provenance, has a story about a young maid, Ginny Hess, who was found dead, apparently from shock, in her employer's St. James's Street townhouse some months ago. The story claims the townhouse is haunted, and that it was almost certainly the appearance of a ghost that caused the young maid to die of fright. After a cursory inquiry, you learn the precise address of the haunting, 18 St. James's Street, and the name of the family that lives there, the Beals. So there is now a question that I am to direct to a hunter. I am going to ask Morgan. However, if Morgan answered this question last time and someone remembers, I will redirect. The question is, most tales of hauntings are complete nonsense, especially those carried by the Illustrated Police News. But Hargrave House has some experience with ghosts, and a particular detail in this story confirms that this is a legitimate haunting. What is it? I can't remember. I think I answered it last time. So too. All right, cool. I think, I think so. That could be a false memory. I'd be no, it's fine. Those. It's not not <laughs> no idea. It's 
not hugely important, but uh, so Morgan. So there's a, a detail that confirms that this haunting is legitimate. Us. What would that be? I was going to ask that. So I think the, the tabloid mentioned a small detail that would seem innocuous to any, any kind of normal mundane reader. But uh, what, what Morgan recognizes to be a telltale sign of an actual haunting in this place is the um the mention of lingering patterns of rhyme on the windows despite the fact that the temperature is ostensibly normal All right, cool. So it is day phase. This is your phase. Um, we'll start by uh, me asking you, what are you doing? What do you want to do in this day phase? Uh, is this assuming that we've already heard about the... Yes, this is the... You have already met with your fellow hunters and discussed that this is your next case. Um, and, and now... This is your move. Mm. What would you like to do? Um, I will... We'll go around the table and ask. Uh, so, Sulk, what would you like to do this day phase? Oh, you asking Sulk first? Oh, he's just first in the keeper. Well, so once uh, Sulk learns that this is what the what Hargrave House is going to be. Uh, investigating um, his immediate reaction, barring any sort of other instructions from his mistress, uh, will be to go and try to cross-reference things from the report with Hargrave House's library so that he can have additional information on hand should the other hunters need it. So you're going to the library. Mm -hmm. Who said you could go? <laughs> Ava, what would you like to do? Um, Ava's going to check in with Morgan to see if Kay has any um, news of any, or if the 
experience itself that they read about uh, sounds similar to any spirits that Morgan would know about. Okay, is that wanna... something that I can determine or that the keeper here would determine? Um, I think it would be an, information move to see if you know anything um, anything about this specific ghost if you want to talk about ghosts in general and your experience with spirits that's that's fine okay but Ava wants to have a scene with Morgan what would Morgan like to do Looking at the different rooms in the, the house right now. This house is huge. It's a big house. It is a big Where old is house. Where is, where is that? Um, I'll turn this, the day phase for now. You can see in the- Page 30 oh, okay. in the PDF. Also, if you just look at the left, I have the paint the scene questions. Those are- a selection of rooms. You also all have your own individual quarters. There are presumably uh, lavatories and powder rooms, and uh, there are probably other rooms as well. It is a big house. Where's the, uh, in the... Left-hand side of the character. Did you say it was? Oh, the characters. Yep. It only shows up in dusk phase. Considering there are no servants in Hargrave House, I imagine uh, Salk is usually quite busy. It's a lot of cleaning. I think that Morgan is in... What's the weather like outside? Um, it is a... Brisk spring day. It's still a little chilly, but not that chilly. Not not rhyme on windows chilly. I think that Morgan is in the gardens right now, walking through idly sort of pondering the potential of the case and looking at the uh, various plants and flowers and greenery that is kind of just beginning to bud. 
All right. So let's start off with uh, Salk. You are in the library. The library is, uh, it's, it's big. It's got those, uh, the ladders attached to the shelving so that you can get reach the, the tallest shelves. It is just litter, just the shelves are packed full of hardbacks. And uh, even if you go toward the back, there's even some uh, scroll tubes and uh, uh, folios and stuff like that. Um, you are looking for something on ghosts or on hauntings? Uh, there's, there's two two avenues of research here. One is corroborating things on ghosts and hauntings, trying to use the details that were provided in the, the, uh, the paper to sort of learn, try to learn more about what kind of spirit it was. And the other avenue of investigation is uh, city records for the address and the neighborhood. Well, I can say uh, I can say that it's going to be difficult to find information about the ghost without much with what was given to you in the article for the Illustrated Police News. Um, if you want to check out like old maps of older maps of London. Um, like what are you, what I guess what what are you hoping to find? Whether there's uh, been other reports of hauntings there, whether that that location had other things built on it in the past, whether there were notable notable murders in the area that may be part of a pattern. Casting a wide net, looking for for things that might connect to a current ghost. Okay. Um... Let's do an information move. So that is like the uh, meddling move in Brindlewood Bay. You are going to roll two dice, two d6s, and uh, see what you get. I think it is quite reasonably a move with a reason, since you are doing some research. So you would roll two d6 plus one. That's a nine. a nine. That is success with a complication. So you will get a clue, but I will be able to react uh, somehow. Are you content with that? Or would you like to bump it up to a more complete success? That's fine. All right. What you find when you are looking through uh, actually, I think you are going through uh, maybe even older issues of the Illustrated Police News. You see evidence of a very similar death in that house decades prior. I will put that clue in. Like Brindlewood, um, 
I will stick the, I will keep the clues kind of vague so that you can fill in the details when you use them to answer a question. Um, so that is, I think, enough for now. You can decide what, what that means. Um, however, 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 the complication that I'm going to give you is this is going to take the rest of your day. That's preposterous. How you are long in that does library. it take? You are in that library for a long time and you lose track of time. You have a pocket watch. <laughs> this does not preclude use of... Uh, of my person Friday, were that to come up. Okay. But uh, I will not allow you just to, uh, to, to then go out and talk to your friends. You are, you are at this for a while. Friends? Who said he got friends? <laughs> your, your fellow hunters. Okay. So, that sounds good to me. Being hard at work so that uh, Ava does not need to dig among the dusty scrolls seems like correct. All right. Okay, so with that said, let's cut to uh, Morgan in the garden. Uh, Ava, are you going to the garden or were you hoping to interact to, to meet with Morgan before? The Do you go I outside? That's the thing. Uh, the way I see it, um, Ava will order Sock to go <laughs> to do the research in the, the library. And then um, since Sulk isn't there uh, to accompany her, uh, Ava will go outside. Um, seeing that Morgan goes out there uh, and Ava uh, has a parasol, of course, um, props it up and um, kind of scuttles over to morgan um scuttles scuttles yes that seems that's not surprising it's a like shuffle trying to keep up because i imagine like morgan's like busy (laughs) got stuff to do uh that's when morgan or uh able uh come by and say you know um have you heard any, any anything like this, any cases like this before? You know, if you're um, dabbling in the that that sort of territory with all the the creepy the creepy ghoulies and things like that. <laughs> wow, is, is that how she phrases it? Pro- yes, I hope so. <laughs> that's that's um. I have a question um, for rites of salt, salt and smoke. Um, like, so could I just like do a ritual to see, to try to contact a dark entity to see if it has any information on this? Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, however, it is not without risk. 
because I think the the comment the comment that uh, even makes the the sort of flippant remark about Morgan's experience. Um, Kay looks over uh, to her um, after kind of slowing down uh, her pace and just silently reaches down and decides to uh, pluck a blooming dark purple rose from the garden um, in the garden and just looks at Ava again and says creepy ghoulish things oh you I'll know, the, know these things of that nature of that nature of course you know roses are very beautiful and very useful as are the creepy and ghoulish things of certain natures that I get into. And as Kay's talking, um, Kay just slowly starts pressing her thumb into one of the roses, the thorns of the rose that Kay's holding in her hand, like just like deeper and deeper um, to offer as a blood sacrifice for rites of salt and smoke. All right, so you are making a move. I am. So, so you will roll with sensitivity, which is your specialty. Um, so you would roll 2d6 plus two. On a 10 plus, the magic works and you get to choose the effect. On a seven to nine, you get to choose an effect, but there's a complication. On a one to six, it just fails and uh, something will happen. And uh, on a 12 plus, you get additional, well, actually it won't apply right now, but uh, yeah, that is actually a really interesting note. You may want to get that mask marked ASAP. Interesting. Which one is the the cosmic one? passage? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so Although that with your, with so your how sensitivity would that increase? Data, your sensitivity oh, okay, is so two, so you probably wouldn't. The chance of getting a twelve then is why it would be good, kind of thing. Yep. So uh, you would be rolling 2d6 plus 2. I will also say, um, if you would prefer to use like actual dice or use a, your own die roller thing, that is perfectly fine. Don't feel beholden to the roll with me. It's just a... It's there if we need it. As long as it's not like that invisible sun dice, bro. <laughs> Doling out zeros. I do have my bag of dice on my desk right here. Can I roll my real dice? Go for okay? it. Do it. 
I'm mostly doing it because they're they're very aesthetically fitting. They are like they're black. They have like a it's hard to see, but it's like a black and purple gradient with mm. silver lettering. Okay, so normally is a six and a one plus two. But that would be eight. Eight. Okay. So I, I trust you. Nice. <laughs> um, okay, so you get to choose an effect. Uh, the do one thing that is beyond human limitation, bar a place or portal to a specific person or creature, trap a specific person or creature, banish a spirit or curse from the person, object, or place. Uh, I would not allow you to... Uh, you can't solve <laughs> the threat. Just like, ban. <laughs> like, that's it. You're done. Game over. Start uh, you communicate with uh, someone or something that you do not share language with, or you can observe another place or time. Because this is our first session and uh, your first time using this, if you would rather hold that success and do this at the location, um, I, I will allow you to uh, retcon that a little. Or if you want to do it here, that is perfectly fine too. Pondering moment. Mm. So how does trap a specific person or creature work in regards to like the range? I feel like you'd need to be able to see the person or creature. Yeah, that makes sense. Because like, uh, frankly, at this point, you are only reasonably sure there's a haunting. Right, that makes sense. Banish um, everything from the mm. house. Everything, everything, and everyone. <laughs> Just like yeet everyone out of there. Mm. It does make more sense to do it there. I also just like the idea of okay, just doing this to make a point too. Um, oh, so if you want to do something like Ava? just to prove a point. Uh, what does it look like then? What would, yeah. what would Ava see aside from uh, Kate like just pricking, pricking their finger with the uh, what Ava would see is, so the blood would start trickling down, um, like, your hands, and then sort of spread out over your forearms into this, like, elaborate sort of arcane pattern, and that would also mirror itself on, uh, your other arm, and sort of, like, pulse a little and like glow this sort of like arcane power, sort of like this black, red, like black and crimson uh, flowing into each other. 
and Ava like observes it um like watches it like uh as as you describe it um and then as that moment passes Ava will be just like um hmm quite well um if you have any uh ghostly whisperings or anything like that in the middle of the night just just let us know okay I'm gonna go check on Salk and she'll just go home <laughs> but she she thanks you for uh but you didn't do anything or there did there was no it's not that you didn't do anything but um Morgan doesn't aside from the the display of the magic there's no like information that is shared right uh not he with... said yeah you said that i could do like an information role to see if i know anything concrete the thing is like you don't you don't know enough about you know the location mm-hmm. you don't know what, what to know mm-hmm. yeah so Ava will just toddle off and go try to get more uh, any other information on her own. Um, Are you going to the house? You expect to the house. No, no, no. Are you going to 18 St. James's Street? Oh. I thought we all could go. You all could, except for Salk. Which... Oh, oh, so he would be very cross about (laughs) stuck here even if we even if we went. That that was the complication. His day Mm -hmm. his day phase is that. So are you going to the house? You going with Morgan? What's the Ava's gonna go? I, I was thinking to go to the James house myself. Um, in, would you, like out the window, like Morgan, <laughs> will, will you be joining me? I, I would ask Salk to um, pull up the, the carriage, but he is unfortunately, she's very annoyed by this, um, tasked to capacity. We'll have a talk about that later. Right. I, I love that task to capacity. Um, <laughs> Morgan uh, glances up to Ava, sticking her head out the window, and just sort of nods curtly before uh, turning heel uh, from wandering in the gardens and heading towards the front of the house. All right. Ava will check on Salk and be like, you know, we'll, we'll be we'll be going to the the. St. James, St. James House. Yep. Yeah, St. James, James Street. St. James um, Street House. Now, um, we, we shouldn't be gone for too long. <laughs> now, um, Salk will just bow and say, as you wish, mistress, I will join you there should I complete my task here. Yes, it's a shame that it's taking so long, but we will, we will discuss that. Um, henceforth. <laughs> Forsooth. Uh, um, <laughs> I have a question. Carry on. Considering my character's like vice is examining like your own blood, would Kay end up like just kind of distracted by that? Like, I don't know how like, mechanically the vices work. 
Um, so the vice comes up. Right, it's it's like vice. your your cozy move in Brindlewood. It's how you uh, eliminate <laughs> conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are going to the house uh, and you want to store your right of salt and smoke for there, that's that's cool. Um, we'll just say you 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 banked it. Um, I mean, narratively, if if you're just sitting there staring at your thumb the whole carriage ride, like that's fine. But uh, there's no mechanical effect. Um, Salk, as you are looking through the library and going through um, the various resources at your disposal, I would like to know, like, do you feel relieved that Ava isn't going to be around for the next little bit or uh are you maybe a little bit lost without ava around i think it's less relief or lost it's more concern because uh not being available for ava salk knows he will pay for it later (laughs) <laughs> oh is that the kind of so um here's a, a thing um the way that the masks or, or the questions are written for the factotum at the base like like just vanilla for, straight from the book they imply a uh a sexual interest in your employer. If you do not want that, that is fine. You can change that question to read something like, uh, did you suddenly express affection or romantic desire or something? You can decide how that uh, plays out. It is just uh, how, how the book has it, the default setting. That being said, are you into Ava? Uh, I think so. Despite despite knowing that it's a terrible idea, kind of Salk can't help himself. Ava is just so... Undeniable? Uh, exactly. Undeniable. Okay. Uh, so, Ava and Morgan... You get to 18 St. James's Street without much, without issue, even without Salk. Um, The house is just one of many in a row of houses. It doesn't look that noteworthy from the outside. Uh, However, as you approach the front door, you see a, a bit of movement in the window in the house to the left, and you catch a glimpse of, of a figure withdrawing behind a curtain when you look. What do you do? They're in the house. The, house the next door neighbor is, is peeking at you. 
the window is closed? Yes. Mm. And they pull the curtain. Yes. But they they you get the feeling that they're just they're just waiting. Mm. Mm. Ava will take note. Um no stranger to being watched. <laughs> uh and just kind of whisper to Morgan, we have an audience, and like lean her head over to like the side to sort of um direct Morgan's gaze to where that person was looking at them. Did the tabloid newspaper mention at all if um any anyone in the neighborhood had dished any details? It did not want to. The Morgan source of the article is very vague. It's more just, this is a thing. Morgan glances out the window where Ava pointed and said, and says, perhaps before we go to the house proper, we should investigate and see if the neighbors have anything to say. Ah, potential witness. Good, good eye, good eye. I, I was thinking that myself, actually. Um, so you're gonna ring, ring next door. Jeez. Who knocks? <laughs> what I'm, Let's what I'm picturing actually is can, yeah, both go- of them standing there. Neither of them going to knock because Ava is used to having salt <laughs> do that for them. <laughs> so they're just both dead for a second. It's true. And then Morgan glances over to Ava a little for a moment and, and just sighs and knocks. And the same image of my. Like, it was just, like, waiting. (laughs) A young woman opens the door. She is very, uh, very skinny, very, um, looks very harried. And she looks at the two of you and and puts on a a very kind of curt smile. From what you saw of the person behind the curtain, this is not them. This is clearly uh, someone who works here. And she just puts on a, a small smile and says, yes, can I help you? Yes, we are um, investigators from the Hargrave house. And we were looking into a case that recently happened at the, the residence next door. Um, are you familiar with any, uh, or sorry, is the, is the... Master or mistress of the house? Correct. Are, the lady are of the house. The lady, of course, the lady of the house. Is she available? Uh, and what, what organization did you say? The Hargrave House, dear. One moment, please. And she'll close the door on you. And then oh. a few, a few oh, seconds later. Tea? I don't know what kind of establishment this person is. <laughs> a few moments later, she will open the door again and step aside inviting you in 
And just past the entryway, you see an older woman standing in a doorway. She has a too tight corset. Her hair is well done, like very well cared for, but it has streaks of gray. And she is standing, looking at you quite curiously. And the, uh, the uh, servant says, uh, the, the lady will see you. Thank you. She'll step aside and let you in. And the woman will approach and she'll say, good afternoon. Good day you. to you, lady. Um, as as we've uh, as we've explained before, um, we are investigators from the Hargrave House, and we are looking to the incident that recently happened. Um, to your one one of your the servants from the uh, next door. Do you know anything about that, or have you do you have any information that could help us in this investigation? Greatly appreciate it. Well, I have. Uh, I'm. I'm sorry. I've not heard of your, your. The the business you're representing, but. Uh, well, it's certainly no business of mine what goes on in their household. Please come in. Uh, have a seat, and she'll usher you in and you get the distinct impression that this lady really wants to talk about what's going on in that household. And as she, she walks you into the sitting room, she says, my name is Constance head. Uh, I've, I've lived here for, Oh dear. More years than I should admit. Ha ha ha. You, you, uh, you have reason to believe there is something untoward afoot next door? I can only assume that's what's brought you here. These are private matters, as we are private investigators, but... Oh, oh, private investigators. We're looking for all the information that... So if you happen to know any... Well, this is a rather untoward way to put it, man, but gossip. Oh, well, gossip. But what sort of neighbor would I be? What sort of community member would I be if I didn't stay abreast of what things that go on in this area? But of course, it is merely your neighborly responsibility. I'm so glad you understand. Yes, oh, just... It's so sad what happened to that dear girl, uh, Josephine or Gabriella. No. Oh, uh, Alicia, what was her name next door? The dead one. And the, the woman who answered the door comes around the corner and, and she goes, it's, it's Alice, miss. And uh, her name was Ginny. Oh, yes, yes, Ginny, of course, Ginny. Poor Ginny. Just such a shame. She was so young, so full of life, and then suddenly not. Just Yes, a shame. Um, do you know how old she was? 
Oh, she couldn't have been more than 20. And you didn't hear this from me, but from the uh, people who saw her when they brought her out, she looked like she had died of fright, which working for the Beals, you would think it would gird one against almost anything. <laughs> Tell me, what do oh, you know about Steve. the Beals? Oh, they're, they are perfectly, perfectly, they're fine. Fine in a rather boring way, it would seem, judging by your demeanor. Well, you didn't hear this from me, but the, well, Mr. Beale, Roger, his name is, he is a bore, just the pinchiest of penny pinchers. You know, he's the one who took that to the tabloids about poor Jenny. You don't say. He would sell his own child for a quick buck. And I do wish he would. You didn't hear this from me, but that child is a brat. Just simply a brat. And, and the, what is the name of said child? Oh, I truly never cared. Oh, wait, Roger. I always hear them screaming about Roger. Must be Roger. And the baby. Oh, I... Oh, there's more than one. Oh, oh they're just the two so far. The baby... I'm sure she's a fine baby, but honestly, I've never seen an uglier child. The and have they, dog. the Beals always live there or uh, are, they, are they new to the neighborhood? I don't think I've heard oh. of them. Oh, just a year, I believe. I believe it was a oh. year. Yes, the, the, uh, the couple who lived there before, they were lovely, just so charming. But nothing strange in the couple beforehand. Only the Beals. Has there been any recent incidents? Well, the other folks who lived there, they were good, good neighbors. They were friendly and, and quiet and kept to their own. And no children. The ideal neighbor, if you ask me. Have you heard Morgan something? Chuckles politely. <laughs> do you, do you, you don't believe the Beals had anything to do with poor Ginny's death, do you? Do you? That would well, that's what be, we're here to find out. But that, that would be rather be delicious, wouldn't it? <gasps> delicious, that's. Miss, I. Please don't mistake my concern for mere. Oh, mere. come now! To be so close to such a such a dramatic event—you can't say that's not a little bit titillating. A, a young girl has died, Miss. That's true, <laughs> and. 
Oh, if only it had been that child. But I suppose... Well, if we don't get to the bottom of this, maybe the, the other members of that family are in danger. And so, um, if you don't have any other uh, bits of information that could assist us, um, was there anything else? Oh. Do you know uh, how long Ginny had been with the Beals? Oh, as far as I know, she she arrived when... No, that's right. The other couple had hired her shortly before they left. She came with the house. Yes, that's interesting. And you, was she here prior to the couple that lived here? Oh, no, no. She's, as I said, she was only about 20. Do you know why she decided to stay with the house instead of moving on with the previous lovely couple who lived there? I can't say I knew Ginny very well. But uh, perhaps she simply liked it there. Or, and you didn't hear it from me, but the couple that lived here may not have been able to afford keeping her on. Ah, I see. They weren't that well off, huh? Well, when they first arrived, they had done quite well for themselves. But you see, the the miss had quite the quite the gambling problem. Oh, gambling! Gambling in this day and age in this economy. I can you imagine? But at least they were quiet about it. That's a respectful sort of issue to have. No screaming or children or dogs just a nice quiet problem and it's just you and alice oh, was it if yeah. we'll look over to the other girl she'll um, she'll give a small a small tight smile and yes yes for for 15 years since uh, mr head uh passed away our condolences Thank you. It has, I, I miss him dearly, but a woman must carry on. So true, so true. If you'll excuse me, may I, may I use your powder room? Oh, oh, well, uh, of course, yes. Uh, Alice, would you please show the, the lady to uh, the facilities? And Alice looks a little like, whoa, but <laughs> does. And she'll, when, uh, when Ava has left, Constance will, will look at Morgan and, and just lean forward and say, you do think the Beals had something to do with it, don't you? As I said, my lady, we are a private investigation. However, we're not ruling out any possibilities because of course we must engage in all avenues of possibility in order to try to solve what is- Oh, of course, of course. 
Yes, but uh, and I'm not do you, saying this. Is, do you think that they're capable of such a such atrocity? Well, I I will say that Alice, Mrs. Beale, is is perfectly fine, but that child. I've never known a, a child as obnoxious. My word. I don't know where they've sent that boy for, for manners, but no good English household would have a child like that. And is there a reason they have not sent him to boarding school? Well, you didn't hear this from me, but I suspect they aren't quite as well off as they would have us believe. After all, they haven't um, hired a new, a new maid. Well, and while the Illustrated Police News is certainly popular, speaks of a certain desperation to someone's story, doesn't it? It does indeed. Now, you say Roger the child. Just a terror. Obnoxious is, obnoxious is, well, obnoxious. But obnoxious is, well, very different from being capable of murder, is it not? Oh, I doubt the rascal had any true malice in his heart, but if he perhaps played a prank that was a little too strong for dear Ginny's poor heart. Just something to consider is all. Interesting. We very much appreciate this information and your the way that you keep an eye on your neighbors for the good of everyone, of course. Oh, I am happy, happy to be a, a part of this community. And Ava, what's, yes. what are you up to? So on the way to the powder room, um, Ava will, um, like, uh, Kind of look to Alice and be like, "Did you know, Ginny?" Oh, oh no, no! I've only recently begun working for Mrs. Head. Oh, recently, as in, uh, two months. Two months. Did you notice anything about the Beals next door? They seem perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. And Ava will like kind of lower her gaze, like, come on, girl. <laughs> their son is loud and their dog is a dog. He barks. Uh, Mrs. Head has a habit of perhaps exaggerating about people she finds distasteful. Please don't tell her I said that. I really do need this job. Oh, of course, dear. I wouldn't say anything like that. Um, and Ava will uh, go into the, the the powder room, but like leave the door open so that she could continue on the conversation. But she's still like looking in the mirror, like pretending to 
powder her nose. Maintain herself, yes. <laughs> um, um, the train of thought is gone. Uh, and Ava will continue and say, like, uh, the the night that that Jenny died, did you hear any commotion, or was there any um? Oh, I, were, I were, you, were you here? here? You were not. Mm. But I think I'd like you to do an information move, please. Let's do it. Uh, you can use presence. Two d six. Oh wait, I forgot the two. We'll add a two in there. So that's a twelve. Crit. On a 12, you will also find a mastermind clue. We'll come back to that. But she will say, I have spoken to the cook who works next door. Oh, they have a cook. Isn't that adorable? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> well. Uh, Just one? <laughs> She has said that, well, since Ginny died, she has taken on a few of the other uh, responsibilities in the house. Mm. And she says that she heard an argument between Mr. Beale and an unknown, uh, a voice she didn't recognize. It and wasn't Mrs. Beale. It was not, and she doesn't even know what language they were speaking. Another language? Do you know any other languages? I don't. I don't. Of course not. Irma might, but... <laughs> Irma? Irma. They weren't being very loud, she said. They were whispering, but it sounded quite heated. I see. Irma is the night of... This was the night of the. Oh no! Incident. This was this was just a few weeks ago. Oh, a few weeks ago before. You don't say. That's very helpful. Thank you so much, Alice. Was it? Yes. That's very helpful, dear. Um. I would like to take a peek in on Salk. <laughs> lost among books <laughs> i feel like my my condition may have been a little too strict you considering how long him. this day day move you is going damned him sulk if you would like to join the others at the house um you can do so yeah i was gonna ask about that because like it, I, I'm like, I yeah. just sitting here watching us. <laughs> I underestimated how much investigation you'd be doing. You forgot. This is what we do. This is. We I guess I did. Um, so, you earned your first mastermind clue, and that acts a little different than. than the rest. One moment, let me just. 
Okay. Salk, are you going to go to the house with? Are you going to meet them at the house? I mean, I was waiting for a perfect entrance, but I can just show up. I actually think that would be. Um, presumably, Salk has the the results of the research and can, you know, communicate the the clue about uh, the previous murder. Yes. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, Salk will conclude his uh, bookish perambulation. Okay, so when you arrive at the house, I, I will say that you have gotten all that you will likely get out of the head household. Mm. Uh, so I imagine that you are leaving and gathering on the sidewalk before the house. And what you don't see at the house, and we'll say it's late afternoon, parked across the street from the house is a carriage. And maybe Ava will notice that this carriage is quite fine. And uh, there is a, the, the horses in front are also quite well maintained, of quite good breeding. And uh, Sulk, because you're, you're the factotum, you kind of look around, you notice things. It's kind of your job. You notice someone is sitting inside the carriage. And you feel like this person notices you noticing. And just before the carriage pulls away and starts down the street, you catch the glint of light reflecting blue on the figure's neck before they depart. And on that note, before stopping into the house, shall we take a five, 10 minute break? Sure. That wasn't our clue, right? That was just, that was, was, was that our clue? That was the first mastermind clue. The mastermind oh, okay. is in play now. So, um, right, five or 10 minutes. How are we feeling? Uh, we'll probably need 10 for the dog. Yes. Yeah, okay. Ten just in case. Eight twenty past. <laughs> okay. Not recorded. <laughs> all right. So you all are back together in front of 18 St. James's Street. And I think before Salk can approach the door to knock, the door opens and a young boy is standing there and he looks at you the three of you and says oh, you aren't my four o'clock and closes the door uh salk would try to like jam a foot in the door before it can be closed and you'll hear a, a grunt as it will try and push but he's not he's he's not old he's a young boy and uh he'll, he'll slowly open the door again and say what do you want? 
my lady Ava Quinn and her companion Morgan Ashley wish to speak to the mistress and master of this household. No, and I'll close the door. <laughs> Salk hasn't changed, hasn't moved his foot. He'll try to close the door again. Also, naturally, Obius decided he wants out, Matt. Of course he has. Um, he'll try to close the door again. Impeccable timing. Yeah, let's, let, I'll just pause here for a minute. All right. Oh, is Silk his first name or his last name? His last name. Or is that his past? We don't know. It's his last name. It says surname. Yep. Oh, is it what it says? Oh, I didn't see that. So the boy tries to close the door again. So Sock will crouch down in front of the boy and say, not like unkindly, but firmly. Lady Quinn, not some that your masters wish to make an enemy of. Please fetch them. I don't know a bloody Lady Quinn. And you can tell by the way That's he says the best bloody. child. You can tell by the way he says bloody that like he's not he's not good at swearing yet, but he's trying. And he looks at you and then he says Mom! <laughs> And a couple minutes later, you're, oh, Roger, what is it? And this harried looking woman, she's rather pretty, uh, wearing a simple tartan dress, holding a, a baby in her arms. She looks, uh, she looks a little faded, like a little spread, a little thin. And she comes and she looks and she goes, oh, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, Roger, and she'll just kind of like grab the boy by the shoulder and kind of shove him behind herself. And she'll go, uh, uh, I am the lady of the house. How can I help you? And, and Salk will repeat his introduction about Ava and Morgan and questions and then sort of like gesture to them. And they presumably have struck a pose out on the sidewalk, I assume. <laughs> like two Charlie's angels. Um, no and she'll look and uh uh, um oh uh well i I, i'm sorry we weren't expecting uh oh dear uh and our our maid we we don't have a maid and the uh oh um of course uh please do come in and she'll she'll step aside and she's bouncing a baby in one arm and she's kind of holding the child by the shoulder in the other and she looks rather rather harried. You're not transmitting. So I'll go step in and hold the door for uh, Ava and Morgan. Morgan strides in following So you have, you, you, can put two and two together. This is Alice Beale. Roger Beale is watching you warily. Uh, and she will kind of bounce the baby. You can't see much about the baby, but 
not an attractive baby from what you can see. Very bald. Oh, ugly. Very bald, very large baby. And Mrs. Beale, though. Body shaming this kid? <laughs> I mean, in terms of like baby size, like big baby. For saying like That's it still looks baby. like a young, like, like not newborn, but n- not the age at which it should be almost the size of a toddler. You know? Mm. It is it is an enlarged baby. So we're getting into giant babies again. I'm no pat and I can't <laughs> this time. Planet of the seed. <laughs> anyway, and she'll she'll look and she'll go, um, I'm sorry uh, for for the mess or, or we have not had much luck finding a maid. Um is is there something I can do for you? Uh uh, may I ask uh, what brings you to our house? Actually, lack of a maid is why we're here. We are um, investigators from the, the Hargrave house, and we're here to um, look into the incidents that happened recently. And we, for before we begin, we are sorry for your for your loss. Oh, uh, thank you, Ginny. Was she was lovely? Honestly, I we didn't have her for very long but the house uh well it isn't the same without her um hargrave house is that uh scotland yard we're independent consultants oh of course um and and you're here about Ginny. uh yes i i wasn't aware she had any family to hire. Um, but uh, of course, uh, I will, um, I'll help uh, in any way I can, as I've told the police, um, anything I can do to help. And is Mr. Beals, is he available or? Uh, Mr. Beal is, is here, yes, he is, uh, he's uh, currently working. Um, so if, if we don't have to trouble him, it would be better. But I, I can I can get him in. Uh, please come come into the, the sitting room, please. Uh, into the, the front room. And uh, you can see that the front room is the first of two main rooms on the ground floor. And it has a small library and enough seating for the family and a few visitors. Now to paint the scene question for y'all. What in this room indicates that the Beals are living a little bit above their station? I remember this question. I don't remember my answer though. Answer different. I think that they're, um, like you can see that like the molding and everything like uh like around frames and such we can see that it's uh like gold and but it's gilded it's flaking it's actually wood that has been painted over
a well-to-do household of this size with the the rather um, snobbish new uh, newspapers and books that are out, like the equivalent of the Financial Times, for example, um, and then like the New Yorker, but whatever it would be era appropriate. Um, households that would read those kind of things should have at least two maids. And so the fact that it's a mess in there because Ginny is gone speaks of their living above their station. Mm, and also Ava can tell um, the furniture that they're sitting on. It's, it's nice furniture. It's like good quality, um, like good looking furniture. But like, it's the only nice furniture in the house. <laughs> like all the other furniture is like used, or it's like handed me down, or like they 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 put money into the the front room, the sitting room, because that's what people can see, you know. Nice. So she, if will... there is a mess, I'd also say that the very first thing that Salk would do when they enter the room is begin clearing a spot for Ava to sit. That it, like, he'll, he'll like brush off the cushions and like tidy the books around like near where that, near where she would want to sit, which is presumably right in the middle of the, <laughs> the, the uh, seating area so that all attention is on her, I would assume. And uh, when you do, uh, Miss Beale notices you doing this and uh, is, like her cheeks immediately redden and, and she looks down. I also point out that Salk is doing this partially to clean and partially to look through the papers and books that they have to see if there's clues there. Hey. Oh. Would you like to do a uh, information move? Sure. Is that still a reason? Yeah, let's do a reason. Ten. A ten. Okay. You see, while you are tidying up papers, um, You see amongst the papers is a stack of love letters, not addressed to anyone in the household. You can see one of them is open and you can briefly skim the content. It is very old, like uh, at least a couple decades older than now. Okay. Uh, and Mrs. Beale smiles and the baby kind of babbles and she, she, sh 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 um, but she looks up and she, she goes, uh, yes. Um, well, I can, I can tell you what I told the police if, if you'd like, uh, if, if you want. 
Yes, how did the evening progress? When you found Jimmy? Oh, uh, well, it was uh, actually a morning. um, And, well, uh, Ginny had been working, uh, you know, tidying and preparing the day for us. And uh, Roger wasn't yet awake. And the baby, well, the baby was up because she is not a very good sleeper. And uh, I had actually called down to Ginny to ask for a bit of help. And uh, I didn't get an answer. And well, I went downstairs and she wasn't downstairs in the front room or in the dining room. And uh, I thought that was strange because normally she'd be tidying up, dusting, uh, doing the various things. But I went downstairs and Irma wasn't yet in for the day. Uh, And I went downstairs into the basement, which is where the servants' quarters are, of course. And uh, she was in the hall in front of her door, in front of her room, and her door was open. And she was, oh dear, she, oh, she was just on the ground. And she had one arm thrown up in front of her face, like she was, like she... Oh, and her eyes. Oh. And if it's too much, dear, you don't have to go into detail. She. Morgan just looks over to Ava like, we need details. <laughs> she was. I, I, I screamed and I went to her. And, but she was. Oh, she was so cold. And she was very still. And I called Harold and he came and we called for a doctor and the police and they came and they took her away. Was there anything else unusual that happened that day? Please do an information move. No, I don't want to. With... Yeah, highlight presence. presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're trying to get information. A seven. A seven. Plus two. I should add that. Let me um that's well, I mean it's it's the same as a seven. It's a nine. Partial success. Um the the clue that you get. You ask this question and Alice kind of looks at you and her eyes are wide and, and she goes, uh, anything, anything strange? Is that? No, something out of the ordinary or um, maybe was uh, Alice acting differently or, you know, anything of that sort. And she puts on a smile, but her eyes are wide and she goes, no. No, but uh, on the china cabinet, you don't even see it move at first, but a glass figurine of a tiger 
tumbles off of a shelf and shatters on the floor. And Alice screams. And then she, she recovers quickly. Her hand is very tightly on Roger's shoulder. And Roger looks very excited. And she just, Irma, Irma, can you uh, bring a broom and a pan, please? Uh, I am so terribly sorry about this. The, the house is on a bit of a, you know, it's, it's not quite level. And sometimes things just, things just fall. Nothing strange. That's, that's that's quite all right, dear. Um, Mr. Salk, would you mind helping? Uh, Irma, was it? With Irma, the, yes, she she's our cook. Oh, with, she's with, been, uh, she's been a godsend. Cleaning up, and you hear kind of stomping coming up from the stairs, and a woman, square framed, older. Uh, as she passes, you smell onion and tobacco tobacco and she just nods at you and just gets looks in the room sees the glass and starts tidying it up Uh, oh no don't you trouble yourself mister you i've got this Mm. alice sock is going to still help because he was told to help yep She'll she'll kind of awkwardly kind of look at you and just oh oh, oh all right then and uh, then um like Ava gives Salk like a kind of knowing eye like like follow her <laughs> follow Irma to like uh to to further Salk nods back almost imperceptibly mm. <clears throat> yes quite. Oh, I'm terribly sorry about that. It just, this whole place is falling apart without Ginny. <laughs> I'm sure you can find someone to replace her in a timely manner. Um, have you already looked into um, another oh, maid? We've been, oh, we've been trying for months, but thanks to that ridiculous tabloid, everyone thinks this house is haunted and won't even consider it. Isn't that just so silly? Haunted, you say? Um, and Abel will kind of like glance at Morgan. <laughs> Ava, you feel as you glance at Morgan the sensation of something cold like fingers tracing a line across the back of your neck. And it is in fact so cold that it hurts. Yeah. I would like you to take the condition frostbitten. Why not to be frostbitten? Because you only got a partial uh, success. Conditions, oh, oh, there it is. In fact, as you the, the initial sting fades, but you feel chilled. Like the temperature of the room has dropped 10 degrees just for you. Mm. 
able to say as much she'll like kind of um and she feels it she jumps and then she shivers and then she'll like kind of fold her arms and say oh must be a breeze Irma will, quite chilled you're not transmitting said no, I didn't before sulk leaves the room with, with irma Erna, irma he'll take off his jacket and just sort of drape it over ava Well, thank you, Mr. Zolk. And then he'll kind of gesture and, and usher Irma out now that they've cleaned up the mess. Uh, Irma will be heading back down to the basement. Zolk is in tow. Uh, as you go down to the basement, it, from the smell and the sound of something bubbling on a stove, you can tell the kitchen's down there, obviously, and you know that the servants' quarters are down there. Um, what, paint the scene for everybody, what evidence do you see that shows how, historically, the servants of 18 St. James's Street have protected themselves from the ghost? the like going to the basement the like the doorway or whatever has like um chalk on it like like an outline or something to like a ward and maybe some salt on the ground i don't know <laughs> the servants quarter doors have unusually large and heavy locks for an interior door. I think above the door, every doorway uh, in the basement, there's a a very cheap because this is uh these are servants who have like acquired these like cheap rusted old maybe scrounged from like a blacksmith's like offerings but like a horseshoe uh, above the facing upwards so like the use facing upwards kind of thing over each doorway all right Irma will uh, be making her way back into the kitchen and she'll be disposing of the broken glass and she'll kind of click her her tongue and she'll go, that was a lovely piece of work, that one. It's a shame, all these things. So many things breaking around here. Sulk will, will change the way he holds himself to try to, like... He'll go from very formal to like very trying to look deliberately unguarded. And he'll chuckle and that, that shell wasn't at an angle. I've put up enough shelves in my time. He'll, and he'll lean in a little bit and say, it, it really is haunted, isn't it? Just between us. Oh, sir, I don't know nothing about no ghosts. 
Now, if you'll excuse me, the butcher's boy's about to be around soon, and Mrs. Beale has a mind for mutton tonight. I'll just shrug and begin looking around the kitchen. You can tell that, I mean, her answer was too quick, too short, and she changed the topic too quickly. You know she's lying. But back upstairs, Mrs. Beale uh, looks like she's about to recover and, and she'll squeeze Roger's shoulder and she'll say, if, you, if you'll excuse me for just a moment, I'm going to, to put the baby down and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. Yeah, okay. And, and she'll just head upstairs with the baby, leaving you with Roger, who is staring at you all with mixed intrigue and also clear irritation. Morgan looks Roger up and down with a glance that just sort of returns the irritation. <laughs> you a witch? Maybe. You look like a witch. I know. He'll kind of look between you and, and Ava and then say, I have friends. They pay good money to see a witch. Do you want to be a witch? We could split it. I'll potentially make you a deal. What happened? Tell us what happened the day that Jenny was found. Oh, the day she was found? Like, dead. Yeah. Oh, it was, well, I mean, I don't know. I was in bed, and then mom was screaming, and I went downstairs, and she was just on the floor, and she looked all blue and, you know, kind of swollen, and her eyes had blood coming out of them, and then her nails were like, and I was like, oh, no, but mom said she was dead. Ava will lean forward and say, do you think your house is haunted? Oh, of course my house is haunted. I haven't seen the ghost much myself, but it must be a bloody terror considering what it did to Ginny. And what makes you think the house is haunted? Well, I've seen it. It being the ghost. ghost. I charge my friends nine pounds to come see it. Or wait, nine shillings? What's nine pounds? A lot for a yeah, child. Nine pounds is a lot of money. <laughs> London monies. I charge my friends nine pence to come see it. I'm expecting a tour at not at four. I thought you was them. I know the house is haunted. Things just fall. I hear voices. There's all sorts of strange things. It's Excellent. I've made so much money. Don't tell my mom. 
Would you be willing to show us the ghost? He'll kind of stand up a little straighter, look you up and down. Twelve pence. Twelve. You look like you got it. Seven. Twelve. Seven. Seven or we tell your mom. That's that's torsion. This is what you're doing to your friends. That's business. Dad says it's business. There's a fine line, isn't there? Where? Seven pence. Fine. Morgan just looks at Ava. <laughs> I like that. I like what we're doing. Ava will um, kind of, she has like a little coin purse and she'll reach in there uh, uh, with her gloved fingers and um, pull out the seven, seven pence and um, set them on the, the table. He'll take it and shove it in his pocket and he'll right this way, right this way, take you on the wonderful tour of the haunted St. James house. And he'll just start walking around the living room and he'll say, there was a, a statue or a figure of a tiger and it just fell off and exploded. And then uh, sometimes you, if you listen really carefully, you can hear the ghost. What does it sound like? Um, I don't know. It doesn't speak English, I think. No? I don't know. Maybe French. But uh, in the hallway is where uh, I felt um, like fingers around my throat. And I thought I was going to die, but then I didn't. And if you go upstairs. <laughs> he'll, he'll look at you like. Um, okay. Um, if you go up the stairs, the stairs, they make really weird noises. Like. And then um, upstairs, uh, the baby. The baby is um, like, she doesn't sleep very much and she babbles and she makes all these noises with her mouth. And it sounds like, I don't like, it's like she's talking to someone and it's really weird. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess the ghost isn't coming out today, but it's here, I've seen it. Um, I can't just like call it. <laughs> Have you seen it in the basement? I don't go in the basement. That's for the servants. Except when Ginny died. I went down there. She was all like, Ugh. That's where you found her in the basement? Or that's where she was found was in the basement? That's where her mom found her. She was just in the hall. Like she was running out of her room. 
maybe the ghost got her in the room and then she tried to get out but she couldn't and the ghost went ah! at her eyes and that's why they were all meh and then it like pushed her to the ground and then uh i don't know took her like soul out of her mouth and that's why she looked like she was screaming and when she had her hand up like that and then um uh-huh yeah that's tried. nice dear um Ava will look at uh, Morgan and, and kind of like show you where she died. Discreetly whisper, do you, do you feel anything here? Do Can I feel anything, anything here? How do are you determining anything? if you feel something? Um, Would you like to use your thing? Would you like to do a information move? How are you trying to detect? I will say, yeah, sure. Passively being what you are and also detect magic. You know that there is sensitivity high. There is spiritual activity here. It it confirms your suspicion that it was legitimate. Morgan just kind of glances over to Ava and again just gives kind of a silent curt nod because Kate does not want to say anything that would be actually relevant in front of Roger. And as you are discussing it, Roger is just standing there and he just says, get out. But you... I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Did you say something just now? Mm, about Ginny being like, Meh, and I could show you where she died. Right. Ava will look at Morgan like, did you hear that? Morgan nods. Uh, Morgan nods again. I'll look and see if there's like anything to like. While you are looking and seeing, downstairs in the kitchen, Irma is <clears throat> chopping up onions and uh, working on a a decent what looks like it will be a decent dinner. Salt has a couple of ideas for things to do. <laughs> the very first thing he's going to do is step out of the kitchen into the hallway and try to locate Irma's room by the one that smells most like onions and tobacco. Well, it, it's also presumably the one with the uh, closed door because the other door is open to an empty room. Just a... Right bare mattress and Salk is going to take the horseshoe quietly off from above the of Irma's door and pocket it. I'm gonna need a day move for you to do that without being caught. Mm. What are you afraid will happen if you fail? Uh Irma will see me. And then what? We'll be suspicious and refuse to talk. Okay. So a day move, uh, and you will be using for this, let's go with composure. 
So two d six plus one. Six. Irma turns and says, what are you doing? You put that back. You put that back, right? You put that back and you get out of here. I'm going to tell my mistress about you. Oh, I'm just examining the, the fine work here. Uh, obviously the place is not actually haunted. She holds up the wooden spoon that she was using. She like, as if it were a weapon, she, you put that back. And she looks dead serious. Would you like Why? to bump your success up? Uh, no, I, I'm actually kind of loving this. <laughs> okay. So we'll just we'll just look it over and say, "Why? What is it? Does it actually work? Does it actually keep the ghost out?" I told you I don't know nothing about no ghosts. Well, then I wouldn't have thought uh, someone as working in a household as well educated. Do as I need to call Mister so... Beale, sir? Mr. Beale's not here. Mr. Beale is upstairs, sir. Kindly it's put that back. Mrs. Beale said. She is getting red in the face. <clears throat> this looks old. I don't care who you work for. You need to put that back and get out of my kitchen or, and, and leave this house. This looks, this looks not like it was, looks like it's been here for, for years and years. You failed that role, you are the... getting nothing out of her. Okay, uh, so I'll say, well, I'm afraid if you won't talk, my mistresses are going to want to look at this. So I'll just take this for now and I'll bring it back in a bit. Her hand moves from the spoon to a knife. <laughs> I have to roll vitality to get out of this basement? <laughs> she doesn't pick it up, but she says, I'll ask you one more time, sir. Please put that back and excuse yourself. Sorry, that's not how I'm talking. You put that back and you excuse yourself. I will in a bit. And he goes to walk away. You're, you're really pushing it, huh? She is. You said you weren't Macero. No. <laughs> she picks up the knife. You were in combat. Saul grins as if he has just proven something and puts it back. She puts the knife back down, but she is like, her brow is shiny. She is red and her hand is shaking a little bit. And she says, out with you. Didn't save Ginny, huh? And her expression darkened. And she says, now. You know we're here to try to solve what happened to her. That means looking at your, he points at the horseshoe and also at the chalk as, and doing it better, safer, making sure it doesn't happen to a third person. 
You failed that role. <laughs> yeah, are... which is a role about taking the thing without getting noticed. I have now switched tactics. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to need a information role with presence at disadvantage. You've pushed hard. So you would roll 3d6 and take the two lowest. Six. She looks at you and says, get out. Well, we'll be upstairs if you want to prevent yourself or Roger or anyone else from dying to the ghost. Did I stutter? It's figured you were smarter than that. And he leaves. Upstairs, Roger is looking at the two of you when uh, Sulk arrives and he'll look at Sulk and then clearly decide that Sulk is not worth his regard and turn back to the two of you. Uh, I could take you upstairs. You could see... Um, you can see upstairs. I've seen it upstairs. I'll just say uh, we're checking on my mom. That might so, actually work as legitimate cover. <laughs> I was just, I was just have, thinking. I was like, how can we do this and not yeah. like? <laughs> Why not? Ava will not say. Sure, if you wouldn't mind. Is your father also upstairs? Yeah, he's in his office. We'll be sure to be quiet then. Yes, he's uh, very busy. Um, okay, let's go upstairs. And uh, just my sister's probably asleep. Maybe. She only sleeps during weird times. She's super, she's awful. Um, let's go. Uh, and she'll, he'll start going up the stairs. Um, and he'll kind of, at the top of the stairs, he'll look around and he'll say, he'll like look back down and, and like, and usher you up. And he will take you to the baby's nursery. The nursery, a, uh, So as you pass the upstairs, you can see that there are, uh, there's obviously a washroom, but there's also four bedrooms. And he takes you to the nursery. The attic has been transformed into a nursery and decorated in soft pastel colors. Paint the scene. How do you know the ghost is with you right now? I feel like the obvious answer is um, it's cold, <laughs> colder. The part of it, uh, Salk's hand where he was touching the horseshoe uh, is tingling along the outline of the horseshoe.
I think the you see the windows starting to like starting at the edges of the windows. You see that kind of like frost rhyme sort of like creep out and the letters you see letters starting to form that also say get out. Mm, no. No. <laughs> Maybe just I'll go frost. with the frost. Frost is okay. fine. You you're you're impinging on uh information move territory with the, the letters. If, however, you want to do an information move, you might find writing in the frost. But. Well, did, um, did, did we use that banked? Um, no. Salt and smoke. Morgan thing? has not yet used it. But in this room, it's all pretty. There is a, a uh, crib. And the baby is in it, and the baby is babbling softly. Uh, and the mother is in the room, standing in the far corner, just standing facing the corner. And Roger looks around and he says, I think it's here. I think it likes this room. The dog won't come in here. And it's always cold. And which room is your father working out of right oh, now? In the they'll point down one one. You're on the third <clears throat> floor now. We'll point down to the second floor. Mm, I see. He uses the guest room as an office when we don't have guests. We don't have guests very often. I don't know why. This place oh, is awesome. How big is the attic? Good sized room. Big enough. Is it is it small enough to reasonably find it weird that Mrs. Beale has not turned around yet yes. from staring in the yeah. corner? She she would have definitely should have definitely heard you arrive. Mm. Uh, Ava will um, kind of slowly approach, not like, you know, presumptively or anything, but um, she'll say, oh, I, uh, apologies, Mrs. Beale. We, we didn't want to intrude, just that um, you'd, uh, you'd been gone for so long. We just wanted to check in and make sure everything was okay. As you approach, you realize that you only assumed it was Mrs. Beale. As you approach it, you can tell by the dress that it isn't. This woman is dressed very finely and has a, a blonde hair in an updo. She's still facing away from you. You said that I, we can tell that it isn't Mrs. Veal? As you've gotten closer, it becomes quite apparent, yes. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I must be mistaken. Um, 
you you you're not Mrs. Beale. Um Roger, is this um do you know this person? Do I know who? And if you turn back, the woman will be looking at you. And nope. she looks exactly like you. And then she will open her mouth and scream. <laughs> I'm sorry. And disappear. Roger. Scream, startling. Roger scared. doesn't react at all. Does nobody else see it? It's just yeah, the, the other hunters could if they wish to oh. have. But the baby and Did Roger. We hear it? Yeah. Yep, you heard it. The baby is continuing to babble. In fact, you hear a little a little giggle. And Roger just doesn't seem to have noticed at all. Ava, what do you do? Uh it's startling. It's ups- I don't want to say upsetting. Um, but Eva is startled, and she'll like take a couple steps back and like take um, Sulk's coat and sort of um, wrap it around her shoulders, kind of closer. Um, Roger, Roger will go. Did you see it? Oh, I, 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 uh, I, I think I did. I think I did. Thank you so much, Roger. Um, did, did ever, did anyone else see it? I didn't see it. And he sounds profoundly disappointed. You didn't see? I didn't see it. What did it look like? Was it Jenny? Is it Jenny? No, it can't be Jenny. Actually, Jenny. It looked um it looked just like me. Oh. Eva is not pleased by that reaction. <laughs> it didn't have like like fangs or like Big claws or like no, no. But it did say that it was hungry. Ooh, hungry for little boys. And shall I go and chase Roger? He's not, not, not affected. Never mind. Um, (laughs) we'll just kind (laughs) of she'll start it like whatever, and then noticing that he's not into it. She'll just kind of taper off like, "Mm." I live in a haunted house. Right. Well, um, that was that. He's going to uh, approach the baby and check. And he'll look down into the crib and she's just babbling away. And he'll say, I think she likes her. The ghost? Yeah. I think she talks to there, Is there anything like in esoteric lore perhaps that like Morgan would know of where like in relationship like ghosts that like look like that mimic the people they see them or anything? I don't know, is there? No, can I make an information roll for that? Um, 
it's not like information role is to find clues about the current mystery if you want mm. to say like this is a known ghost phenomena uh that's fine like uh what kind of ghost this is or if it's like in in the ghost bestiary isn't as important as don't forget the uh the the questions here are which part of the house is the ghost attached to and uh how can we get this ghost to pass on to the next world you have four clues the which part of the house is the ghost attached to is uh, a complexity four. So you could roll that flat if you can put the clues you have together into a an answer. Mm. Or you can even try, you can skip that. Solving or answering that question will get you a custom a custom move called old bones. The move Old Bones. Uh, when you have the Cosmic Passage mark marked and touch, listen to, or otherwise attune to a building's architectural details, roll with sensitivity. On a hit, a ghost will appear and answer a single question you pose to it or perform a small task. Any answers it gives can be in the form of a clue at my discretion. On a 10 plus as above, and the ghost will not ask for anything in return. And so that is a custom move that will go in the uh, move tab and anyone can use that if they have the cosmic passage marked. Uh, or you can try for the, the how to resolve this threat. Or you can just keep gathering clues. But uh, don't get too caught up on the, like, what is this ghost? It's a ghost. You know it's a ghost. Uh, given that, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, given that the, the ram in the windows was one of the clues that Morgan, one of the things that Morgan noted that this may be a genuine haunting, uh, he wants to go over and examine the window and see what's up there i would like a information move with sensitivity please can you see that again do it yes six and a four just two a twelve <laughs> All right, so we only come into question if you're just like, oh, uh, another twelve. <laughs> <laughs> oh darn! I just, I don't know what is with me today. The clue that you get at the. Ooh, here we go. 
you're looking at the frost and trying to discern what what might be going on there when you realize that the frost the color the light on the frost work isn't right and as your eyes kind of unfocus on the frost and focus on the distance you see that the window isn't looking out onto the street but onto a country house that is on fire If you look away and look back, it's looking out onto the street, but that is a clue. And your mastermind clue, because you've earned a mastermind clue. So it was looking out onto a house that was on fire? Yep. The mastermind clue is actually Here's another one for you. Morgan, when you look away from the window, perhaps to tell your friends about what you just saw, um, actually, you know what? We're going to hold the clue. I will drop that in in a bit. That that would be too too strong right now. All right. So you saw this out the window. Uh, no one else was looking out the window. They didn't see it. When you look back, it's normal, but that is your clue. A country house appearing on fire. And I think Lonely. it's at that point that uh, Alice walks into the room and, and she looks at you and she goes, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I went to check on my husband. Uh, what are you doing in here, Ro Roger? Did you, did you bring these people to the nursery? And Roger will go, uh, I wanted to check on you. You were gone for a long time and, and I didn't want to leave them alone because they might steal our stuff. And she was like, oh, don't be silly. These people would uh, probably not do that. Come, Roger, uh, shall, we, shall we go back to the, the sitting room? Of course, Mrs. Beale. We're so sorry for the interruption, but Roger insisted. Oh, yes, he, he can be quite insistent. Uh, uh, please, and she'll, she'll step aside. Since you mentioned it, um, if, if it's at all possible, we would like to speak with Mr. Beale as well, if oh. there's any chance. Oh, uh, I... I'm sure he'd be happy to. Uh, please uh, come with me. And she will lead you back down to the second floor. 
Uh, there are four bedrooms, um, one for uh, Harold, one for Alice, one for Roger, and one that is the guest room. And uh, what, paint the scene for each of you, as you are passing by the rooms, what about these rooms unnerve you? The rooms themselves? Yes. The doors are open. They aren't. Uh... But what do you see in the rooms that unnerve you? Uh, they don't have windows. None of them do. Uh, as a site sidebar, which of the three of you would you say is the most observant? Would that be Salk? Observant in what way? Because they're probably not looking at the same things, right? Yeah, I, I, that's yeah. I was looking question. generally observant. Like if if there was a repeating pattern, who would be the first? Like, that would be on? like reason, right? Like I'm just kind of like just if we're just looking at stats, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I would kind of assume that Morgan would pick up on uh, the uncanny and supernatural. Ava can probably read people the best. Okay, so we'll say Salk. All right, so let's keep doing that. Paint the scene, please. We got no windows in the bedrooms. The the bedrooms seem like they shouldn't fit. They're, the, the total size of them, it seems like it's just a little bit too large. To fit on this floor of the house. As we pass and we're looking inside, it looks almost like the room sort of tilt a little, even though they're not. A little parallax effect? Something. Yeah, like a, like a parallax, yeah, just like this weird kind of parallax thing. Cool. Excellent. Alice leads you down the hall past the bedrooms and... Uh, Salk, you notice that every 17th step you take, the floorboard creaks. It's not a clue. It's just a fact. Uh, she will lead you to the only closed bedroom door and, and she'll knock on it and she'll say, uh, Harold, uh, the, the investigators would like to speak to you. And you hear a uh, 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 yes, yes, uh, uh, just, uh, just, just a, one moment, one moment, one moment. And uh, a moment passes and the door pulls open and you see a, a man there. Um, he has a, a patchy beard. He looks a little like Alice, faded, 
harried, uh, nervous, not in like the anxious kind of way, but in the like, he's always fiddling, he's always moving, he's, his hands are working the hem of his sleeve and et cetera. And he, he puts out a tight smile and he goes, yes, uh, of course, yes, investigators, uh, how can I help you? Uh, Harold Bill, Harold Bill, come in, come in, come into my office. I, I don't have any chairs for you, but you can sit on a mattress. It's it's fine. It's fine. Uh, please come in, come in, come 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 come. And he'll step Harold aside. is one of my worshippers. You are using Giveth, huh? All right. Okay. How does Harold subtly or not so subtly debase himself? You said he was you? kind of like um, disheveled, right? Yeah. He looks like like his hair is like the hair someone gets when they're constantly going like this. Mm. And like his beard, he's tugging on it. Like he's a nervous fellow. I'll say uh, he's he's kind of like that way. And then when he sees that it's me, like at the door, um, he goes out of his way, like uh, himself up, like excuse himself to go and like like make himself more presentable. Is that debasing though? I feel like if he didn't care about his appearance before, but then like now seeing it's me, he's like, oh, like, I don't, uh, I'm going to request something that makes the other hunters feel awkward. Awkward. Um, Wouldn't Salk be used to this kind of shit? Salk, yes. But even then, like. Uh, maybe he. Uh instead of like well as everybody passes into his office or whatever like he he like bows toward me only toward me like my lady <laughs> like it pays way more attention to me and it's like uh in his wife still see or not that's yeah what my question is. yeah yeah <laughs> like in front of her so and uh, and she you see her kind of like kind of what and uh please scar your reflection and he will see he, he will actually like go around the back of his desk bring his chair out and put it in front of the desk for you ava and uh he'll he'll go behind the counter and he looks like he is he is shook mm to have you here and and he goes uh my i um and he'll look at the other two and and then i i i oh dear uh to what do i owe the honor and the pleasure nice to meet you mr beal um oh. as we as we mentioned uh, to your wife, uh, we are here 
investigating the um the loss of your your maid um miss jenny um do you have any details that we could um that would help us in getting to the bottom of this matter when when uh he exclaims with the o uh sock just makes a face like he's like sock stepped barefoot on a slug <laughs> and we'll just step around Harold and begin going through Harold's papers without even asking. Uh, that I think. Oh boy, I don't know if th- that might be a day move to do an information move. Um. Well, um. Seeing Salk move to do an invest, do or uh, to look through his things, um, Ava will maybe cover and be like, um, if you don't mind, um, uh, I can have um, my my assistant, um, Mr. Salk, um, oh. examine some of your um, oh. some of your work. Um, so. If you give him a thing from your personal quarters, he will do anything, anything. you ask. If you um, don't. I mean, do we actually need that in this particular case? He's already A, flustered, and B, seems kind of inclined to respect Ava, who will just legitimize Salk's actions. What if Ava just like kisses the back of his hand? Like, I think she'd just have to touch him and he might need to change his shorts. Um, uh... The uh, uh, Sulk, I will allow you to do an information move with reason. Uh, Mr. Beale, who is only looking at Ava and just casting very, very slight glimpses at what Salk is doing. Uh, have I, um, any, anything I can do to help uh, uh, my lady? Were you here when it happened? Uh, yes, I was here. I was upstairs in, in my room. Salk rolled an 11. Uh, I rolled a seven. No, wait. Okay, that was 30 minutes ago. Never mind. Seven. Still seven. seven. Okay, you're going to find something, but uh, Mr. Harold, Mr. Beale, is going to uh, To get anything further from him, he's going to need an offering. Um, because this is this is highly irregular, even though you are who you are. Um, he is trying to, well, you don't know what he's trying to do. You haven't asked. Um, why, don't, but, why don't we just mark the mask of the unquiet to raise that? Oh, okay. You can do that. The Mask of the Unquiet. 
we will do that uh, soon, but think about it. Each hunter narrates a flashback to their childhood when they experienced a haunting. Think carefully how you will answer that, Ava. <laughs> so you're bumping your thing up to a 10. So full success, you get the clue that Harold's ledger, because you can see that Harold is clearly an accountant or a bookkeeper. Um, his ledger contains entries for strange household expenses, like thought casting and dream whisperer and pig gifts. And Salk will just take the ledger and hold it out for Ava and Morgan to see, although he is, he is holding it as if it's slimy. Like he, Harold has not impressed him. And Harold, um, uh, uh, that is, that's my, uh, that's, that's my ledger. That is the household expenses. Uh, I, I am a, a bookkeeper and a, a mathematician, uh, uh, my lady. Uh, do do you need your books kept? I could keep your books. I'm very good with books. Oh no, that won't be necessary, Mr. Beale. Thank you though so much for your. Oh, offer. of course, yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, um, we uh, yes, we uh, we moved here about a year ago. Uh, the place was going for uh, a steal, actually, uh, and um, uh, I. How could you say no? A street like this, a great place to raise a child and the baby. And uh, well, the the staff, it, it was a perfect fit. And uh, it, it, it has been, well, it, it's, the architecture is lovely. My lady, uh, I'm sorry, I'm babbling. Um. Salk will, without really turning, Salk puts the, the ledger back on the desk and just kind of carefully wipes his hand on his side of his, actually probably is a handkerchief. He pulls out a handkerchief and just carefully cleans off his hands. And without looking at Harold, he'll say, uh, my lady has discovered that there was another murder it's very similar to your maids decades ago. Do you think that might have had something to do with the price of the house? Oh, uh, decades ago. I hadn't heard of that. Uh, really? A person like you, thorough and with the accounting, would get a history of the house. I'll do respect to my ladies. Uh, man, um, people aren't numbers. I am, I am very good with numbers. And Alice gives a, if anyone's looking at Alice, she kind of goes. <laughs> Are you under the impression that your home may be haunted by anything? Ha haunted oh uh 
Do you believe in such things? I I wouldn't haunted is is that's children's this thing storybook things uh i i i'm sorry my lady i don't i i i have to ask is i appreciate your your help but is this going to cost us anything because scotland yard is free it's one of the chief benefits really and uh they have already been here uh do do I need to pay for well, this? Scotland already? Yard doesn't know the things that we do. They're not capable oh, of, course of not. the things that, of course that we are. They don't They know. never would. They never could. They couldn't hold in their tiny minds the amount that you know, my dear. My lady. Oh. And Alice and is just like... Question, Miss Quinn? You... I merely... I have a family. And we do, unfortunately, need to eat, my lady. Would that it were not so... Yes, we can obviously see that you care for them dearly. And he'll he'll look at Morgan <laughs> and he'll I don't appreciate that insinuation. Shade. <laughs> I work very hard to care for my family. As my wife can attest, I spend most days and nights working to to care for my family and provide for them as a man should and I, I i i will not take that insult from a stranger who does not know my family my apologies my lady well we we know you do care for your family so much and um in in a time like this i know that something um something nice can help and so um for uh for your wife who who works so hard to um in in this time where you know you don't have the extra help something nice could could be nice you know and so um Ava will uh dig out um one of the uh perfumes that she has um uh just on hand and will hand it to uh Mr. Beal um for his wife um as a gift so it, it will leave your your personal quarters i mean it's plural can't be like one of them like unfortunately no the whole collection of perfumes like it will, sorry, it will use up your personal quarters item, so you won't be able to use it for advantage later. Until I take it and bring it back. My other power that I don't have yet. In theory. Um, yeah, I'll do it. All right. Use... Uh... Click your that thing, and he will he will take it, and his knees almost give out. He almost like almost bows down at your feet, 
his hands on the perfume like you just handed him a bar of diamond and he will look up at you with with just eyes shining with tears and he'll say anything you want my lady i will give you anything ava just kind of giggles and she's like it's just perfume for your wife dear alice i will give it to alice i will bathe alice in it Now, was there anything unusual that that might have happened on the day um, before um, such tragic thing happened to Ginny? Or anything that you may have noticed that was strange? Uh... He, give me a clue. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the best clue to give you. I know you need a clue. Uh, he is going to give you a clue. And the clue is, he's going to look at you and say, no, my lady, I'm, I'm sorry. Nothing, nothing that I can recall. However, as he speaks, and you know he's being honest, over his shoulder on the dressing table in this guest room. The mirror on the table cracks in a pattern like frost work. Alice yelps a scream and he turns and looks at it and says, how odd. And, but he, he turns to you and, and says, I, nothing strange happened that day until my wife found Ginny. I swear on my life, my lady. I, I did take the story to the Illustrated Police News because, well, we needed to, we, I need to, to, to support my family. And you no, hear Alice you're doing such a good job. Alice clearly did not know that he had done that. And she, you hear just a tight, excuse me. And she leaves and the door to her bedroom slams. And Harold <laughs> winces, but looks up at you, Ava, and says, I, I don't actually believe any of it. I see. You, you sound like such a, um, through your work, I'm sure you're uh, sort of some sort of well-traveled person. Do you, do you speak any other languages? Other languages? A little bit of French, but not much i haven't been to france in 30 years he's not lying i think salt wants to follow alice go for it because i think salt does not like dealing with ava's followers 
But Sulk would leave Ava in a room with this guy. <laughs> uh, hmm. I think Sulk would look at Ava for uh, acknowledgement, permission, uh, mm. safety check. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ava will give a subtle nod to allow Sulk to go and, and check on um, Alice. Roger will be standing just outside the room and watch you as you, you go, Sulk. And as you pass, he'll say, get out. Mm-hmm. Sulk will slowly crouch down right in front of Roger, get right up to his cloak, right up to his face and say, no, you get out. What? And he'll just continue on without any further explanation. He'll just be, Roger will just be saying, they're like, uh, Mrs. Beale's door is closed. Um, Sock will just very politely tap at it. And she will open the door and wiping her eyes, she is very clearly been crying. She'll, she'll smile tightly and she'll, how can I help you? Uh, I just wanted to offer my apologies to you for the stress that we are inducing here and just uh, hoped that I could speak to you and make sure that you were, uh, that you were okay, that you were able to deal with the, the events of what is happening right now. She turns around, Salk, and you hear weeping, but it's not coming from her. It's coming from the bed. Does she notice it? She does. She's looking at the bed. And she's wringing her hands in her, her skirt. And uh, I think Salk will quietly step into the room after her, keeping a good distance, and will just say, I understand these things can be distressing, and one must think of one's appearance, but I am a humble servant, and anything that is said to me doesn't doesn't leave the confines of our investigation. If you have further information to share or other things that we should be aware of trying to solve the, the uh, information move with mysteries. presence, please. All right. <laughs> Not my strong suit. Nope. Eight. Hey, you still right. got an eight. She looks at you and she, she appears to be debating things, what she's about to say when there's a small bookshelf in her room and a book kind of pushes itself out of the stack and drops to the floor. And she hurries over and picks it up and shoves it back in place and then 
as she turns around to say something, another book falls out, or the same book falls out again. And she looks at it and she looks at you and she says, I beg of you, please make this stop. Salk will just nod, say, that's what we are endeavoring to do. You gonna take a look at the book? Yeah. It is a ghoulish novel about a wife who murders her husband. Back in the office, Mr. Beale is still staring up at Ava. Morgan wants to leave the room. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Morgan, leave the room. He's just, nah, just like, nah, I don't, I don't need to see any of this. Um, And wants to go back up to the attic. Roger watches you leave and he says, so uh, are we going to do that witch thing? Because I think I could get like nine pence, you know, for, and we can split it, uh, you know, halfway, five and four. And he'll he'll be following Morgan leans down. And says, I said, potentially negative. Right. Potentially means there's also the potential for me to rescind that offer. But that's, that's, that's bloody silly. And just look at him and says, it's business. And turns around and (laughs) starts heading back towards the attic. The attic is cold. The baby is babbling. What are you doing up there? So that ritual. (laughs) You're going to fire it? Yeah, I'm going to gonna fire it up here all right so you got a nine so the magic will work imperfectly there will be a complication but what effect are you going to take Is there any bit of sense if the ghost is here first? I think if I want to do this. The ghost is in the house, um, clearly in the house. Uh, if you need it in here, it can be in here. If your effect is affecting it in this room, that's. That's where it is. I'm not going to make you do it and then be like, oops, the goat's in the kitchen. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oops. I was wondering if I could use communicate with someone or something you do not share a language with. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe I don't share a language. Absolutely. The complication is... 
that it is going to draw immediate unwanted attention. Do you wish to proceed or would you bump it up? Let's see. It says choose your effect and a complication. Wait, does that mean that's confusing to me? Is that I choose the complication or you choose the complication? Oh, yeah, okay. You you choose a complication. You can choose you can choose the complication. Oh. Okay, interesting. Um hmm. Except you can't uh or no, never mind. Nope, good. Go for it. I will, I don't know, because the, these are fun and we don't often like play with them enough. I'll take a condition. So you're going to communicate with something who doesn't share language? Yes. Uh, is, can I communicate with the ghost if that can count to the ghost? The ghost. You feel its presence very intensely where you are. It's waiting for you to say something. And he says, why are you here? doesn't communicate so much in words. You hear words, you can't make out the language, but you understand that it says home. What's your complication? All right, condition, right, right, condition. Condition, yeah. Sorry, I should tell you what the condition is. You're going to be temporarily aphasic. <laughs> you're speaking ghost now. That's how you're communicating. Possibly, we'll, we'll, we'll see how long it lasts. It will be gone before night. I promise that. Whether it lasts the whole of the day, we'll see. Okay, so uh, in the same kind of like impressions, not so much words manner now, um, Morgan, uh, Morgan, asks, how long have you been here? The ghost says, always. You get the sense that it's not always like since the beginning of time, but for so long that 
it might as well have been. So think Londinium. We think what? Londinium. Roman era London? Okay. Oh. Uh... Kiss, did you kill the girl? The ghost says yes. Why? Angry. Why were you angry? The ghost doesn't answer. Instead, one of Alice's toys from the shelf comes flying at you. And you hear it say again, angry. And another toy comes flying at you. And it says angry. And the the crib starts to rattle. And it says home. And the words just start getting louder and more intense until it's almost like the house around you is shaking with angry. And Morgan like kind of tries to block the flying toy projectiles. It'll kind of can I still have an internal monologue monologue? <laughs> Even if I'm a phagic, I assume. I'm just like, geez, I get the point. Um <laughs> I'd like an information move with sensitivity. Okay. Um fell like into my lap on a blanket so that didn't exactly land on anything six and one so that's seven plus two is oh no another 12 (laughs) (laughs) nine what are the chances your clue is as the room shakes around you you see a vision of violence between two people that you don't recognize from a different era. And the ghost very close to you just says, home. And you are awash in cold. You are also going to get the frostbitten condition unless you bump it up. Great. We are cold in here. Oh. Give us a blanket. I should have done that in the other order. Sorry. 
should have said, would you like to bump that up? Because there will be a complication. Not there's a complication. If if Salk appears in that scene, can I cancel the uh, condition? What tool would be helpful to stop that? Um, there's a couple of things. One, if it's like the, the toys that are cold, Salk no, could block ghost, them with something. Ghost cold. It's, it's ghost, ghost cold. cold. Uh, <laughs> Salk could appear with one of the horseshoes from earlier. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, if you'd like to do that, I will ask for a, uh, you know, this is actually kind of, this feels kind of dangerous. I might ask for a night move. You'll appear, you'll have it, but to actually stop that, I'll need. I'll presumably use the item for advantage. Yeah. So you could do night move with advantage. Uh, what are you afraid could go wrong here? Well, Morgan could get badly frostbitten. That's why he's here. Oh, it's worse than that. <laughs> if you fail, you will anger the ghost uh, very much. And it will respond violently. And you will die like Ginny died. Cool. Still going to do it? I swear to God. I mean, it feels like it'd be crappy to have this move and not use it. So, all right. Yeah. All right. So, you appear with the horseshoe. Uh, I'm going to need a night move to, to deter the ghost. Uh, I will say it's composure. So, it's 2d6 plus one. Uh, sorry, 3d6 plus one. Because you have advantage. Take the two highest. Ten. Ten. You succeed. You appear with the horseshoe in the nick of time. And... Both of you hear the ghost shriek. And then, uh, Morgan, you feel the ghost's presence flee the room. And, and uh, Sock would just look Morgan up and down and kind of like nod to himself brush off one of his sleeves and pocket the horseshoe. I'll let you add the horseshoe to your, your personal quarters. And with that, I just realized it's quarter past 11. It is, uh, I've lost track of time. Having such a good time. It's that good. Uh, think if we're okay with that we'll 
end it there. Okay, so before we close, just so that we don't forget to do it, take a look at your Don questions so that we don't have to go over it. Did anyone, you did not answer a question, you did not resolve a threat, and you did not experience any echoes of the night because this has been a very long day section. Um, but, uh, I don't think Salk hit any of his. Uh, I ensured that uh, Ava got credit for the research. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. And I was talking to Harold mm -hmm. and uh, I got up in Roger's face and told him to leave. But did he anger Ava? Was that reprisal for angering Ava or was that just Roger's uh, potentially possessed little shit? I'm I'm not I, I'm going to be generous with this, but that didn't that doesn't feel right. if Roger had just told Ava to get out and then you got in Roger's face, I'd I'd allow it. But fair enough. Ava, did you express a nope. clear preference for the beautiful? Nope. And no, you haven't appeared in London yet. Okay. Nope. Morgan. Face-to-face -face encounter with a dark entity. I mean, is the ghost orc? Those are different. That's the question, though, right? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. Like I, it's different from the ghost. Maybe the dark entities are like your things, your spirits, the things that you summon it in the rites of salt and smoke, and you did engage with them so you did perform a ritual that's that's yeah i was gonna say and, like they did use rites of salt and smoke too but that would if, if with that was a thing if that was but that mean that would mean that every time you could always just you could just have right. these two and yeah. i mean brother yeah. web bay i was <laughs> i know <laughs> i'm gonna be a little stricter on this one i'm gonna ask for different <laughs> questions <laughs> Um, why not? I think it's there you find me the rule that says I can't use that same question. I think I'm going to say no. Um, I might reevaluate in future, but I don't think this ghost is a dark entity, it is not a, a demon or a evil spirit, it's a ghost. What that is, there is a distinction the... there. All right, so, so like, what options do I have that, like, would like, well, for does, do the flashback, like, do the flashbacks count for that? Like, I'm like, I guess I'm a little confused. Yeah, they might. Okay, um, if you had used a beacon in the dark to uh, confront a personified danger related to the threat. I'd say that's a dark spirit um, or a dark being. Um, oh, okay. Also, like, 
yeah, I, I, obviously you get to define the exact nature of this ghost, uh, when you answer the questions, but, uh, to my knowledge. And as far as the, the thing, this is, this is just a, you know, when you run of the mill ghosts, it's just average everyday haunting. Uh, and that doesn't feel like dark entity. Uh, so thank you for that. We will, I think I'm going to say after that, our next session day, day is over. We've been here for, for a while. Um, so we'll just have that up so you can think about how dusk will roll. Um, Let's do, do quick stars and wishes. Okay, oh, you did, oh, you checked out, okay. Quick stars and wishes. Anybody want to go stars and wishes? Um, ben, like, the characterization of, of Mrs. Head and just her, her, Oh, I'm not, I'm not a gossip, but I totally am a huge fucking gossip. Like, we've known that neighbor. Like, I'm pretty sure people, everyone's known that neighbor. Or maybe been that neighbor. Um, no judgment. It's, yeah, it was, it was great. Um, and I just, yeah, I really liked how you, like, leaned into that. And um, even though we only saw, like, a sentence or two, I think, before Martin declared that he was um, one of her worshippers, the change in demeanor that you did and like, like attitude and mannerisms from like who he was as he was like quickly hurrying us into the, the, the office and then his, the complete turnaround was like really well done. Um, and just like, yeah, the, the overall like atmosphere and stuff is is, is good. Um, Martin, I just love Ava's thing. Like the way she's just the way, especially like with uh with Mr. Beale and everything, the way that she's interacting and just she's not entirely the way she's subtly leaning into it, kind of thing. I just like that. The way you're playing her is very fun. Um Matt, I enjoy the way that Salk, like, is, yeah, is very, like, competent and observant, and the the little touch of him, like, giving the jacket to Dave, I really like that, um, and the not-so-disguised distaste Mr. Beale. Very well done. Wishes, uh, yeah, more, more of this. It's, it's fun. I like it. This is, this is my jam. It's fun. Thank you for setting this up. Also, I have marked that I owe you all a mastermind clue, but it just, I know which one I'm going to give you, and you're not going to get that in the nursery or the office. Is it one or two? Did we get two? Your first we one, got one is, already. The, the first mastermind clue is always the reveal of the mastermind. 
mm. the presence of the mastermind. Mm -hmm. So it's not a proper clue clue. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You do have nine clue clues, though. So like, Yeah, we should be able to finish. You're in a good spot for at least... I mean, you should be able to, to do... You should be able to get old bones without any trouble. Sorry. Anyway. Um... I have stars and wishes. Uh, I really liked this is a, a double star and wish, correct? Or star, uh, I guess. Uh, ben and Tracy, the one, the characterization of Roger, and two, the, the negotiating with Roger, and then the eventual payoff with a that's a business was fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, so, both of you, I really, I really enjoyed watching that. Um, Martin. I, I like the sort of I when I looked at Ava's character, I, I I want to read her as kind of cold, but you're not playing it that way. I think it's much more interesting that it's not. Like she's not she's above everybody, but she's not she's not above everybody at the same time. And it's I don't know, I just find it very interesting, an interesting way that you're playing it and I'm enjoying it. Uh and it's it humanizes her in a way that I think will make it so much more impactful when eventually the uh, her true nature does. The true nature. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Matt, I like um, the, the subtlety you put into Salt sort of like genuflecting to to Ava, like the 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 giving his coat to her um and being the one to like answer the door and like present them and stuff like that like that's it's dope i i i don't think i've played uh like a role like that where there's like someone else like attached to like the things that my character has done or, or does or or do so i think there's there, there's room in there for like some some interesting developments <laughs> um i liked uh morgan the sort of back and forth we had especially in the beginning with the uh you know your little creepy ghoulies or whatever <laughs> the reaction, <laughs> reaction to that but sort of sort of like i think that like established just that small scene sort of like established the relationship um that they that they have um because i again don't remember kind of what the dynamic was in the, the last session so um <laughs> no idea really that's, i'm gonna that's go good. listen to it because <laughs> i don't remember good. i remember how i played eva I, I think it was maybe kind of the same but um but still, that kind of leads to to Ben, um, even though it's sort of the the same uh, the same scenario. I I, I want to say I cheated, but I looked back at the the old character keeper just to kind of see like some of the details. And as I looked at the old keeper, I kind of remembered a little bit of the things that um, Matt presented. But um, you, you breathed 
new stuff into it like new uh energy into it so it still felt like a, a new thing so i'm still like engaged and locked in um even though i think in the beginning i was kind of like mm, i don't want to do the same one again <laughs> but like you make it feel like it's uh uh a whole new a whole new and no, i'm gonna do that um a whole new uh, you please do that because we're still recording nope uh, <laughs> a whole new incursion because i can't think of another word <laughs> um so yeah it, it looked like we finished it when i looked at the old I, keeper it looked like we finished it i think we got old bones done yeah because we marked off some of the things but the the threat wasn't marked as resolved and you didn't answer the second question yeah and if you didn't get yeah yeah hmm. I don't know. Again, I, I don't I don't remember. Uh, I uh, I find it really hard when I am GMing to write my stars and wishes as I go. I'm usually have too many other notes going. Um, so uh, I'm sorry, Martin. Were you were you finished? Uh, so yes. No. No. Um, you have a wish. Oh. Um. More fun times. Um. Was Dan going to be available next week? Hopefully. Hey, it's Darko. Oh, you see him? Oh, God. He's looking out the window. He's yeah, like, God damn it. <laughs> He's like, God damn it. Um. Yeah, I, I, if, if he, uh, if Dan is able to join us, um, I'm interested in seeing what character they pick and how, how they fit in with, with everything else. Um, and what, what that brings to the adventure. Okay, go. <laughs> um, what? Yeah. I I enjoyed this. I um I think yeah, the characterizations were uh spot on like right off the bat. I feel like uh everybody got who they were playing pretty quickly and that was fun. Um I really enjoyed the interactions with Mrs. Head and uh Roger. Roger's fun. Um and I was trying to go with Mrs. Head that yes, she is the gossip, but also she can't be entirely trusted. Uh, so the uh, that was that was my goal there. Um, I enjoyed playing her though; she's fun, um, and maybe she'll come back. Who knows? Uh, I liked how. Uh, Tracy, you were just ready to dive in on a ritual. Like first scene, let's let's do this. Let's summon some dark entities. Let's bleed on a flower. Let's get, let's do it. Um, I have to apologize to Matt uh, again. I, I will publicly excoriate <laughs> myself. I did not anticipate. You said you sit in that corner. You think about what you've done. Yep. I I foolishly. 
underestimated uh, what the day day phase would be like because uh, um, I haven't played this in a while and I forgot uh, that we are not quick. Um, and so uh, I had to break the condition. Uh, Salk will pay for it somehow. But uh, I do have to apologize for, for locking you in, in the library. Uh, thank you for uh, organizing our receipts, though. Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, yeah, I really enjoyed Salk, uh, the way you were protective of Ava, but also kind of like clearly distasteful of uh, this whole goings on. Um, I really big star for that's business. Um, that was perfect. Uh, and also, yeah, Martin, first, sorry, second adult NPC you meet, you're pulling out Giveth. Yep, cool. I liked that. Um, and you've given him a thing. Uh, he has answered your question. Um, but you get a clue out of it. And that was fun because I, I uh, wanted to give you a clue, but also didn't want to, if, if I, I'm finding it hard to remember that I can't point at anyone. Like I can't say, oh yeah, he's the bad guy because mm -hmm. that's thing. So a, a star for pulling that out and putting me in a position that I had to, uh, to, to dance around and try to uh, make him not necessarily the bad guy, but possibly the bad guy. Uh, wishes, um, I will get better at not having uh, super long day phases. This game is supposed to be a little <laughs> snappier than this. Um, I will hopefully next time uh, feel a little more confident just saying, we're moving on. Um, I'm gonna tease you lightly because when I ran this, your feedback after you came in was like, wow, you only got through one day phase and yeah. one night phase? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, we only we didn't did. We did get through night phase. Yep. Well done, so, Matt. Yeah, now you know. Wow. Now I know. Now I know. <laughs> also, congrats on holding on to that one for eight months. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so wishes, snap your play. And that's largely on me. So thank you all for playing. Thank you for running it. Yay. I look forward. I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes. I want to play more. And so that's that. I will end recording. Bye-bye. <laughs>